Welcome back to Gridiron Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. I'm your host, Rich Ryan, and I'm joined by my fellow team members, Bert Minotti, Brett Colson, Donnie, D.P. Peters, and Mo Nuwara. We are The Collective, and we are currently 9-6 and six in the Las Vegas Super Contest in our quest to capture the $900,000 first place prize. If you want to sweat us each and every week, I urge you to check out our sponsor, FantasySuperContest.com. More about them in a bit. Week four of the NFL season is on the horizon, and although we sit in 223rd place, it seems like the team is all confident about this week's card. Um, And looking at the picks, what we do every week is all four members rank each game against the spread. We throw them into an aggregator. It spits out our top five picks to submit for the card. And uh, looking at the card, there is a lot of agreeing, which will bode well. But before we get to this week's card, uh, we should have an in-memoriam for the New York football giants. And I just want to apologize to Mo. Mo, I am sorry. Thanks. I'm waiting for everyone else. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not going to apologize because (laughs) I'm going to say that I hope you slapped yourself in the face and got your little pussy pants off, and we'll use your veto this week if you feel so strongly. My new nickname for you, Mo, is Romo, because you're results-oriented Mo. All you do on Sunday is bitch about the game that would have or could have should have been had you done something different or we listened to you. Well, you picked the Giants last week like we all did, so you can't just sit there and bitch about it. If you really felt that strongly, you would have used your veto. So if you do feel strongly this week, use your veto. I didn't wait till Sunday. I told you guys that was a bad pick on Friday. <laughs> but that means you could have used, used your veto. Fire it. Fire your veto. That, that's a good point by Don. It's tough. it's tough when you only get one. You know? You guys were so confident. <laughs> well, well, wait, wait. Hold on. Who was so confident? Because if you want to look at the Skype chat log, you were really, 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 really confident that the Giants shouldn't have been on the card and that the Eagles should have been. And you picked the Giants, by the way. Bruh. That's, yeah, that was Rich's fault. <laughs> so we at, we are nine and six, uh, and so are Brett and Mo in their top five. Brett took a stumble last week at one and four. Uh, the rest of us went three and two in our top five. So Brett and Mo nine and six, step for step with the collective. Uh, Donnie and I a step below at eight and seven. A look at some broader numbers throughout three weeks. Home dogs, and uh, this will be a theme on today's podcast. Home dogs eleven and three against the spread in the super contest. Touchdown favorites, including last night, are now five and four, with the Bengals covering against those atrocious Miami Dolphins. And consensus picks by the collective nine and seven, while lone wolves are seven and twelve. So we're having success when we think is one, and uh, when we go astray as individuals, uh, not so much, Bob. All right. The the dolphins are scary. <laughs> the dolphins are absolutely atrocious. I mean, just burn down that franchise. Yeah. I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is starting quarterback next game. I'm sorry, but that's just wrong. Yeah, they uh I mean, offensively, they've been in when games are competitive, they've been really really bad uh this year. And Adam Gase is supposed to be 
the quarterback whisperer guy who made Peyton Manning better than Peyton Manning had ever been in Denver, and that's uh, that's all turning out upside down. Unless Ryan Tannehill is just that woke, uh, but that is Tannehill's uh, brain physically can't process things fast <laughs> enough to the point where he can make correct decisions on the field it really does look that's like the game is moving 60 miles an hour and he's going 25 yeah that that's just like never gonna change it doesn't look like so i think you just have to give up and you know i was a guy who early in his career because you could see that he has the physical talent he doesn't talent. little uh anonymous witness protection mo there well that was like ryan Tannehill's brain working in real time <laughs> all right let's move on to the fan contest we had six uh five excuse me five correct entries last week three were tails uh on denver plus three and a half and then two were off the board piper got paid uh is all in on the oakland raiders just like you fools he had them uh plus one and a half they, of course, went outright in Tennessee. Piper got paid, also had them in week one. So just like you fools, all in on the Raiders. And then uh, another apology that I have to make. Uh, the Dylan Ryan, just like you guys, had the Eagles as home dogs, 1,000% the right side. As Mo said, I had a moment of insanity, and they covered. So five tickets this week given out. And Donnie... Why don't you tell the people you've been you've been working on the prizes you've been you've been researching you've been looking up some stuff I mean we've been at the office and you've you've turned your laptop over and I've just giggled at some of the stuff that you found uh, so why don't you tell the people uh, what some of the prizes are going to be for our mini contest Yeah so the raffle we're gonna have a grand prize so the grand prize is going to include a collection of things uh, you know that are near and dear to the heart of the collective. Um, so first of all, we're giving away a jersey of our favorite player on our favorite team in the Super Contest. That is the Cleveland Browns and Cade McNown, who is really Josh McNown. Um, it was really but, Luke uh, McGown. Yes. So uh, you'll be able to get a Cleveland Browns McCown jersey. Uh, we'll be throwing in a Gridiron Gamble t-shirt. Um, we're going to be giving away a one-face digital watch. Uh, these watches are really cool. I have one. Rich has seen it. Um, they, they look good, they feel good, they tell time correctly, which is a big thing with the watch, and most importantly, a portions of the proceeds go to uh, tell, various causes. They tell time correctly. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know. I thought Donnie was going to say we, we, we were going to give them our baby pictures or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he then. Uh, near and dear to our hearts. So, well, you know, Mo, if you want to throw in a baby picture, that would be great. A baby picture of a moose, that would be good. Um, $25 NFLshop.com gift card is going to be included. So that way, if you don't like the Cade McDown jersey, well, F you, first of all. Second of all, you can go order your own uh, jersey from the site. And then we're going to throw in a $25 uh, pizza party. So basically what this is is will that, you know, depending on where you're from, we'll source a quote-unquote pizza party for you on the collective because we do love to, uh, to, to bet pizzas here against each other. And, uh, you know, we'll be able to hook you up with that. That should be good for, you know, two large pizzas, maybe a two liter of soda or something like that. 
And yeah, that's what you get if you win the uh, grand prize in the raffle. And to I wonder, get in there, Brett. I wonder, I wonder if we could get a Josh McCown's a jersey signed by Cade McNow. Whoa, he just blew that my mind. That would be amazing. He just blew my mind. Someone reach out to Cade McNown's people. I think we can make that happen. I'm working on a couple other prizes, just so you guys know. So there might be a couple other things we announce um, in the next uh, week or two. But uh, but yeah, right now that's uh. That's that. All right. I, my new mission in life is to find Cade McNown's publicist or assistant and make that happen. That is my goal in life now. Mark my words. And if you guys, if you guys don't know, to get into this contest, all you have to do is submit one pick against the super contest lines and get it right. That will give you one ticket. So if you get one right for every week moving forward through week 17, uh, that means you're going to have 13 tickets. Um, 14 tickets, hashtag math, uh, 14 tickets for our contest. All you gotta do is submit it to at gridiron gamble on Twitter or gridiron gamble podcast dot at gmail.com. Almost did it again. That's not a real email address. All right. On to the picks each week. We look at our number one picks across the board, but this week, there's so much consensus that we're going to have to sneak in some number two picks because three of our guests, three of our hosts, are all in on one pick. That's right. Gang Green plus the two and a half at home against the Seattle Seahawks. It is Donnie, Brett, and myself's number one pick. It is Moe's number two pick. So I'm going to turn it to the resident Patriots fan because it makes my heart glow to hear him talk positively positively about the Jets. DP, why do you got New York as your number one pick this week? I mean, I just don't understand this line. Uh, you have a bad offensive line for Seattle working against a really good offensive or defensive line, sorry, for the Jets. Um, I mean, I was looking at uh, Pro Football Focus, and four out of five of the guys on Seattle's offensive line are graded at 51 or lower, which is horrible. Um, I mean, the world loves Seattle. We all know that. Uh, They walked all over the 49ers last week, but that was them beating up on a bad team at home. The Jets were on the road and just threw up a stinker. I just like them in a bounce-back game this week. As much as Rich is going to hate what I'm about to say, Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be amazing this week. Sorry, Rich. I know you hate him, but Gino's going to have to sit on the bench for a little bit longer. And honestly, on the other side of the ball, what, who knows what we're going to get with, with Russell Wilson? Yes, he's playing. You know, they're adamant in Seattle. Uh, Pete Carroll's been, you know, running around with the pom-poms saying that, uh, you know, Russ is going to play. He's definitely playing. But the guy's got a sprained MCL, and he's playing with a porous offensive line against a really good defensive line. I just, I just don't like the spot at all for Seattle. Um, you know, other boxes to be ticked. Uh, you got a home dog. You got the West Coast team going East Coast to play a one o'clock game. They're playing with a hurt QB. Um, you know, you have the whole narrative thing about one team got blown out, the other team blew out another team. It's just, come on, Jets money line here. Let's go, Brett. What you got? Yeah, I was worried that this might be a trap because the line looks too good to be true. But only half the public betting Jets, so that makes me feel a lot better. Like Donnie said, value high for the Hawks, value low for the Jets, coming off Fitzy's six-pick game against the Chiefs. This one's all on Fitzpatrick. I think the Jets are more than capable of winning this game easily, so long as he does not have the backbreaker late in the game. So uh, I think these two teams are pretty close talent-wise. Jets went out right. 
Mo. Just bet Jets money line. <laughs> I mean, this is just a, the wrong team is favored. Yeah. The wrong team is favored. Uh, this is just law of NFL. Uh, you just, whoever played the worst last week is going to play the best this week. And whoever played the best last week is going to play the worst this week. So you've got the convergence here. It's just a beautiful spot. I cannot believe the Jets are dogs. How this line is at minus two and a half, at least, if not minus three, is just beyond me. I super pessimistic Jets fan. I had I capped this if Russell Wilson was fully healthy at Hawks minus one, and then even I looked at that and I was like, that's just ridiculous. Uh, really good spot for the Jets coming off a horrific game at Kansas City. Fitzpatrick does scare the balls off me though because the Hawks defense has played phenomenal uh, this season, averaging I think like. 13 points a game given up, which is absurd in the uh, 2016 NFL, even if those games are against the Dolphins, Niners. They didn't play anybody. I I understand, but I was about to say (laughs) these are still still NFL teams. So, uh, not Miami. Miami is not an (laughs) NFL team. Uh, yeah, Keenum, Tannehill, and Gabbert. Cool. And Fitzpatrick. I mean, how many, (laughs) how many levels above those guys is Fitzpatrick? I'm not sure. So defense travels. The rust thing is is definitely scary though for any Seattle supporter. And the Jets D line, as DP noted, is going to eat against this uh, this very poor offensive line. So it is on Fitz. I, I totally agree, Brad. If we can fade the backbreaker, I think we'll be okay. Um uh, and yeah, Jets money line probably the play here. He got a lot of powder out of his system last week. <laughs> yeah, that was just as I said on the Fantasy Wired Football podcast, uh, we're still piece, picking up pieces of the powder keg in Arrowhead. All right, Mo, the Jets were not your number one pick, so we'll get yours right now. But it is another home dog. Who you got? I got the box. This is the Illum special of the week. Um, and I'll preface that by saying... Uh, Just keep going. Just keep talking over the music as card-carrying members surround you. I'll preface this by saying both of my top two were even for me. I I love them both equally. The only reason this one was above the Jets was because of the public betting factor. Uh, While the public, like Brett said, is 50-50 on that Jets game, they are really, really heavy on the Broncos here. Uh, looks like we're at 85% right now. Uh, I cap this at Broncos minus one. I don't see how they can be minus three on the road here. Uh, it's, you know, everyone is all over the Broncos right now. They're playing great. Uh, we've been all over the Broncos. So we've been on the right side of their games so far, but. This is the spot where they crash a little bit against a team home. Uh, nobody believes in them. Buck's going to come out and play their best this week. And Trevor Simeon is coming off playing his absolute peak form. He will not continue to do that, especially on the road here. Bucks coming Let's off. Go Bucks. Bucks coming off two embarrassing losses. One on the road against Arizona, where they were just straight mollywopped. 
Uh, and yeah, losing, and giving up thirty-seven points. Yeah, to the Los yeah. Angeles Rams at home, That's giving up that many do. points to the Rams. Uh, great spot for the Bucks to bounce back. To get them at home, dogs is great, and there's nothing better than witness protection sounding Mo talking about the Illuminati. Is there is there is there anything better than that? No, that's that's just top of the line right there. <laughs> uh, uh, this is a consensus pick. Brett had the Bucks in his top five at twelve at a fourteen. Uh, Donnie more in the middle of the pack, so we'll get to you in a second at eight out of fourteen. And this is my number two pick at thirteen out of fourteen. Uh, Donnie, what gives you pause? You were very positive throughout the week about the Bucks. What gives you pause uh, now that the uh, the the metaphorical gun is against your head? Uh, not much gives me pause. I just like other games better. I mean, I I still love the Bucks here. I mean, come on, the public is you know they're all over Denver here, uh, and I'm going to take another home dog. It's one of I believe six on my card this week. You know, like everything that, that Mo said, I, I just really like this as a, a good spot for, for Denver to sort of fall flat on their face and Trevor Simeon not to look like the next coming of Joe Montana, which he seem, seemingly has looked uh, in the past couple of weeks. But uh, back-to-back road games for Denver, I mean, it's got to it's gotta die down uh, at some point. And, uh, you know, Jameis is going to have a really good game this week, I think, even though he's playing a top defense. And uh, I, I just love it. Let's move on. Again, across the board agreement here. Uh, both the Jets and Bucks had a consensus uh, pick of double digits, so both will be on the card. Let's move on to another consensus pick. It is Brett's number two selection. It's a bit, while we, it is a consensus pick, it feels a little too sharp for own good for me. Uh, Brett, tell me which home dog you're on. Yeah, look, I know why people hate the Bears. I get it. But, wow, 82% of the public on the Lions, and the line is moving the other way on Pinnacle. As much as I hate – I'm sorry. As much as I like this Jim Bob Cooter offense, I hate the defense even more. The 31st in defense DVOA, front seven here, is absolutely atrocious. I'm just – I'm really high on this Bears offense this week. They're just better without Cutler. I think Hoyer's going to throw all over this clown defense, and the Bears beat the Lions in a shootout. Another home dog. This card is amazing, guys. Love it, Brett. I love this. I love it. Love everything you said. Yeah, unsurprisingly, uh, I mean, well, now looking at it, you have the Bears at a 7, Donnie. Uh, Mo has them as a 7. I have them as a 6. If you love it so much, why are you? why are we not higher, Donnie? I, listen, I love this whole card. It's not. I mean, I could probably put, I don't know, ten games as a fifth or as a fourteen. So I'm not. You know, they're all pretty much the same. I like. I like that that Brett brought up Jim Bob Cooter because, as as good as he's been as an offensive coordinator and as awesome as his name is, it, you know, his fame that he's gained from all of that masks the fact that Jim Caldwell is still the head coach. <laughs> and that guy is a joke. I mean, it, he's so bad. Um, I, I, you know, I agree with everything Brett said. I, I just, I like the Bears here. I like their offense. Um, if you're playing DFS, Bears offense. I like this. I like to have. I'm happy that I woke up this morning and I see that the line on Pinnacle has moved to two and a half. Uh, Mo, this seems like a game you would be higher on, but again, you're got them in the middle of the pack. Let's take your temperature. What are you thinking here? 
All right, for this one, you know, it's tough because, like Brett said, uh, it's it's tough to pull the trigger on the Bears. I mean, if you watch the Bears with two eyes uh, against the Cowboys, that was that was scary. I mean, that was scary how bad their defense is. Like, it's bad, but the the good the good thing is the way uh, you can just run straight on these guys. But the Lions don't run. They can't run. Their running game is atrocious without Amir. Uh, sorry, Rich. Theo Riddick cannot run the ball. <laughs> Dwayne Washington, um, though. Yeah, maybe. I'm actually curious to see what happens there. But Yeah, but they don't like I, to run the ball, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, they're just going to come out and throw. But, you know, it does give me – I do actually have more confidence in Hoyer in a shootout uh, than Jay Cutler because – with higher volume, you know there's going to be picks from Cutler. Hoyer might be able to like not turn the ball over, which would be helpful here. It's it, it is tough to pull the trigger on the Bears, but the the move off three is one of the strongest moves there is, and it did move off three. And uh, also, like Brett said, the the public is just piling, so you you know, and and when it's tough to pull the trigger, that you know that's the right side. Mo, you uh, you sound like somebody who held a Bears plus seven ticket on Sunday night. Oh, I had the Bears <laughs> and a half. That was just like I, I wrote that off in the first quarter. I was like, all right, this is just draw- drawing dead. I mean, back door was wide open. Just had to sneak through. Even when they tried, like looking like the back door might come in, I just knew it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> just because I just knew that. Dallas could just run straight. All right. So that's the most biggest fail safe there is in football. If you can run straight and have it work, you're just not going to lose. All right, let's close out our top picks with Donnie's number two. It is another underdog, but this team is on the road. What do you got, DP? Our favorite squad. How could I pass them up? Browns plus seven and a half at the Redskins. I have no idea how the Redskins are more than a touchdown favorite against anyone, let alone professional football teams. Um, I mean, I feel like, you know, we can't really do any wrong with the Browns. Uh, maybe I got a little cocky there, but, but I mean, I, I love them. You know, we're five and two all time uh, with the Browns. I just, I'm not high on the Redskins at all. Uh, I'm certainly not high enough to be uh, seven and a half point favorites. I mean, it's Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he played a, a decent game last week against the Giants, but uh, if everyone was listening to Mo, the Giants are not that good. Um, and the Browns, you know, they, they've been putting up fights all year long. Um, I just, I, I do like uh, what I see there. You know, hopefully we'll get a little bit of, uh, you know, the Terrell Pryor experience again. And uh, yeah, I just, I think, I'm not, you know, I don't think this is a Browns money line game as it is a Jets money line game for me. But uh, to cover seven and a half, yes, I'm in. I'm all in. Washington coming off of the big NFC East win. Uh, I as well have the Browns uh, right in the middle of the pack at an eight. Brett's got them low at a two. And Mo actually has the other side. Mo laying seven and a half with the racial slurs. You like that, Mo? Not really. This is a fair line for me. Uh, I could see the Browns covering for sure, but um, 
Only thing is, last week, I, I think they, they, they got a lot of mileage out of that Terrell Pryor thing. And I just don't see that being sustainable. Um, that's kind of feels like a gimmick that they pulled out and it was going to work once. And I don't know if it's going to work again. And yeah, I just, this feels like, this feels coin flippy to me. I, I capped this at minus eight, I think. And I don't know. I think the Browns are definitely poised to melt down at some point. I mean, they feel like they're being held together with glue and paper clips. And uh, I feel like that's got to fall apart soon. I will say on the road. I will say the Dolphins performance last night gives me pause about where I had this game because the Dolphins might be a lot worse than Washington. That team is scary. (laughs) Bad. Like you would not, you shouldn't let your children watch the Dolphins, (laughs) especially in the creamsicles. Uh, Brett, do you have anything to add about uh, this game? Why you're so low on the Browns? Yeah, I mean, I don't like the Redskins either, but the one thing they did last year was beat up on bad teams, especially at home. So I prefer the Browns here, but I think it's a very fair line. I would rather not have it on the card. All right, let's move on. Before we get to the card, it's time for some lone wolves. But before that, if you're looking for the best way to sweat the world's greatest sports betting contest, well, you need to head over to fantasysupercontest.com. FantasySuperContest.com tracks every pick, offers real-time standings on Sunday, and even allows non-players to pick the games and test themselves against the spread. If you want to follow the collective this season, there's nowhere else to go than FantasySuperContest.com. For $2, you can get their premium stats for the week. That's less than a cup of coffee. So head over to FantasySuperContest.com and sweat the collective as we hopefully head towards victory. Let's get to some Lone Wolves. As I said at the top, the collective not doing well on Lone Wolves, which makes me happy to report that there are only five this week. I'll start with mine real quick. You guys continue to do it week after week, pledging the highest type of loyalty to the Oakland Raiders. I told you guys last week, and you also continue to hate the Baltimore Ravens, which I understand. They're 3-0, and but they've, they've yet to play a professional football team. But I told you guys last week that Ravens-Jags game was closing at 2.5. It closed at 2.5. Uh, the hook here scares me. Ravens minus 3.5 at home to the Raiders, but it also... Makes me feel like Vegas is begging you guys to take the Raiders, and 66% of the public is lining up behind you guys to bet on this public Oakland team that is playing a consecutive 1 o'clock game, West Coast to East Coast. Again, not super impressed by the Ravens and who they've defeated, but love the spot, and I love the Ravens in this game. Uh, you were the highest, Mo, because for some reason you throw out all your rules uh, when it comes to the Raiders. Last week you had them as a public team. They did cover. You have them as a public dog. This week, talk to me, Mo. What's going on here? What What is with this start the car loyalty? And I was right last week, wasn't I? You were? The, this is... Uh... The, you were as right. Like you the, were as right as you were wrong on the Jaguars. 
I feel like this is a, well, I mean, let's be honest. The Jaguars should have won that game outright. And that's one of my points I was going to make. What what would this line be if the Ravens were one and two with losses to the Browns without uh, their starting quarterback and the Jaguars? What what would this line be? Two and a half, right? Or the no, the Raiders would probably be home favor, uh, road favorites if the Ravens were one and two. And, and they could very easily be one and two. I mean that if if Blake Bortles didn't just get on his hands and knees and pull out the game as a wrapped gift and hand it over. They, the Jags would have easily won that game. Uh, and I don't feel like people are, you know, I don't feel like this is a spot where there's just some sort of like, you know, public high stock high on the Raiders. I mean, all they did was beat an absolutely atrocious Titans team. So I'm not too worried about uh, them being overvalued here. And what are you talking about? The public's been all over them all three weeks, and they've covered twice. Uh, of course the public's all over them. But how many of those performances were really impressive? I it do- mean, doesn't matter when the squares out there are cashing tickets. Like They don't care how it gets done. They just care that it gets done. I guess, you know, you know what this game feels like to me is that Broncos-Bengals last week. It's like, yeah, the public is on the dog here. But I still think the dog is clearly the right side. So I'm going to take the plunge. I don't absolutely love it, but I like it enough that there aren't too many games I like more than it. So uh, I will definitely be betting the Raiders this week. And uh, I'm willing to book pizzas against you, Rich, that's for sure. Yeah, lock up a pizza. I will take All right, Wacko for Flacco. Donnie and Brett, not too high, both at a five. Um Donnie, you want to add anything to your seven and zero Raiders here? Uh, yeah, well, that's not possible. <laughs> but uh, they are playing an undefeated team, the worst undefeated team in the league, and a team that has beat three really horrible teams and didn't really beat them convincingly. Um, you know, the the Ravens' defense is pretty high, uh, but uh, Raiders' offense number one DVOA according to Football Outsiders. I like him coming to town and uh, giving the Ravens fits here. That Raiders defense, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 fine. I, I you know, come on, they barely beat the Bills, the Jaguars. They're better the than they played. Are they? But they have to be. They can't be this bad. Why? They played worse than the league bad, and this was a defense that was what average, a little below average last year. No, they were. Khalil wo- Mack hasn't gotten going at all. They were pretty woke last year. <laughs> Da, 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 da. Okay, middle of the pack. 15th in defense DVOA last year. I just remember them giving up boatloads of passing yards to everybody. Mostly to tight ends. All right. Could be wrong there. All right, let's move on to some other lone wolves here. Uh, Donnie, no lone wolves this week. Shocker. What the hell? So you can sit on the bench for the moment. Brett has two. One, which is absolutely perplexing to me. Uh, the smallest one is you're laying the five and a half with the Steelers. That is your third pick. So a, a bit of a coin flip there, Brett. Yeah, it is. I just think the Steelers bounce back here and score like 35 on Kansas City this week. And that Le'Veon Bell guy's back. He's pretty good, I've been told. He is. Pretty Although good. D'Angelo Williams is pretty good, too. So I don't even see that. level is pretty high there, guys. Yeah. I mean, 
when you when you Best can give, shave of his life uh, exactly when you can, can give a hundred percent effort for three weeks. I don't know something D'Angelo Williams. The the one that's p- perplexing to me, just Giants. shocking. Well, the the, the Giants. Uh, uh, oh yeah, you do have the Giants as well. I knew I was going to screw that up. You you have three. You have the Giants, which is uh, I was going to bring that up later. It's the piss mo off pick of the week. Uh, <laughs> Giants plus four and a half against the Vikings, but uh, the more perplexing one to me is the Titans plus five. Yeah, I had a feeling this was coming. Houston's your team, bro. What's going on here? Yeah, they're my team with JJ Watt. He hasn't been right all year. Yeah, I know he hasn't. And, and no like, defensive player, hard. no defensive player is worth as many points as this line was adjusted. I, I, yeah, this thing moved like two and a half points. That's insane. Give me the Texans here. Yeah, this is, this feels to me like the whitewash of the week. Texans all day. Circle the wagons game. Do it for JJ. 10 days rest. Yeah, extended rest. They're just gonna, you know, they, they, they put up an absolute crap bag performance. They were embarrassed. There's no way. They don't bounce back and just destroy this college football team Titans. Embarrassed in primetime, fumbled on two kickoffs. Like, this is just like Houston by 40. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I think this is going to be close. No love for, uh, for ice water. And then, uh, and then I guess I'm now super perplexed that the Giants, you're all in on Zimmer. What's going on here? I, just, I think this one's going to be close, too. How high, is, get, how high does he have it? He's got uh, the, I got him pretty high. I got right, him a nine. Right outside of his top five. Nine. Mo, Mo. step back from the ledge. Yeah, Mo. <laughs> Mo, I hope you're holding on to something real tight. Well, he was the only one to make this ridiculous pick. I guess it's not that ridiculous, <laughs> honestly. This is a pretty this is a pretty fair line for me. I just I don't understand how anyone could love the Giants, but I guess the stock is uh, really low here, guys. That's the thing. Stock low versus stock high. I th- I found out a crazy stat. This is my crazy stat that I was telling you guys about. So Eli Manning has played the Vikings eight times. He's thrown five touchdowns and 14 interceptions. Whoa. Five of those 14 interceptions have been returned for touchdowns. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, that's... yeah. Ma- matchup wise, I hate this one for for the Giants is the only thing. Uh, man, this defense is already good enough, and when you have one dimensional Giants, man, it, it, we all know what happens when Eli when you know it's coming. He's gonna throw picks. Like he's throwing at least one pick. The line should probably be two, with the under only slightly juiced here. All right, let's move on to Moe's. We already got the Redskins from Mo. He discussed them. Your other lone wolf. Right, we got to snap this one off before yeah, I ship. Yeah, you got to bounce here. But before you do, tell us, wh- why the hell do you have the Saints as an eight? I mean, if anyone's undervalued this week, it's probably the Saints. Uh, they played as bad as humanly possible against the Falcons on national TV. It's tough to it's tough to take Breeze on the road. I will say that, but um, I just continue to not believe in the Chargers at all, as you can tell by my rankings every week. And I'm just waiting for this team to fall by the wayside. This is another team that, like the Browns, 
Uh, feels like they are being held together with glue and paper clips, and I just don't think that can continue. Um, at some point, you need actual above replacement level NFL players on the field producing, right? And nobody was really high on the Chargers. Uh, Donnie, the highest once again on his favorite <laughs> AFC West team. <laughs> I hate the Chargers, but isn't this this the same thing that happened between weeks one and two? Chargers go on the road, they lose a game that they should have won. They come back, they play a crap bag team, and they blow them out. No. Last week, what happened? They go on the road, they lose a game that they should have won. They're coming back and they're playing a crap bag team. Hashtag. And a team that can't play outdoors, for some reason, Drew Brees is allergic to fresh air. <laughs> he's, just, he's so bad. For as yeah, much as I hate the thing. Chargers, the Saints are even worse. That's a good theory, allergic to fresh air. <laughs> I like it. It's got to be something. I mean, <laughs> all right, I got to. All right, Mo's out of here. Mo's got to uh, take care of some duties over there. So we will reveal the card uh, with just three of us. And if Mo has any outstanding beefs, He'll, uh, he'll take it up with us off air. So let's keep this that's thing. A, it's a guarantee, right? Guarantee that he... Oh, yeah. He's going to have oh, some yeah. beefs. Oh, yeah. We're going to get messages in an hour and a half. There'll be yeah. some complaining. No screaming. There'll be some complaining in the Skype thread. Uh, but let's get to the card. The first two picks, you guys can already guess. Number one is the Jets plus two and a half at home against the Seattle Seahawks. Nothing more to discuss there. Flying high. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. No anti-jinx this week. Although, God, we needed it last week. Number two. It's the Bucks plus three home to the Denver Broncos. Again, nothing to add there. Let's go Jameis. Number three. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. We got Jimmy G on the card. Yes, thank God. Patriots minus five and a half over the Buffalo Bills. Bills coming. Where'd you off guys of, have this one? Bills coming off of their Super Bowl win last week against the Arizona Cardinals. I had this in my top five at a three, a third overall. Uh, Donnie had this as well at his third overall pick. Brett had this as his fifth overall pick. And Mo had this fifth as well. So it's in everybody's top five. Just a great spot uh, for the Pats. I don't understand uh, how... I'm telling you that... I told you this week, that win last week, we needed it. Because it it affects things this week. Yeah, if the Bills... If the Bills lose, like they, you know, if, you know, if you're just throwing shit against the wall, they should lose to the Cardinals every day of the week. But they won, and it helps. My but own? Rex is up to his old bullshit this week. He's that guy is just the most unfocused guy in the universe. <laughs> the only thing that sucks about this game is that I think it's going to be the number one consensus pick in the contest. Uh, I mean, right now the public—it's the third highest public game. There's just two games that are much higher. Just the Broncos and the Lions. Has this line even? Yeah, it's not even on Pinnacle yet. That's the problem, is that it hasn't been hung yet because the quarterback decision hasn't been made in New England, but at some point... Uh, is anyone going to be surprised that this is seven? No. Seven and a half? That, that's, that's what I mean. It should be. This, yeah. th- this game's going to come in at a touchdown, and everybody's going to have it on their card. That's okay. Well, then we can ride or die with everyone. <laughs> yeah. Ride or die with the public. All right, number four, another consensus pick, one that we have not discussed yet, though. 
We are back on the Niners train. Yes, I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Uh, Got to. The Niners plus two and a half at home against the Dallas Cowboys. It is in all of our top fives. It was my fifth overall, Donnie's fourth overall, and Brett's fourth overall. Mo a lot lower, but he did have them. So this, I feel like this is the... Uh, this the, is the one? This is the, this is the Giants of last week? <laughs> we're, uh, we're Who the hell did Mo have in his top five? I thought for sure the Niners would be in his top five. All right. So uh, he had the Bucks and the Jets, obviously. He had the Chiefs. A little Homer action there. Uh, we discussed earlier he had the Raiders and then the Patriots. So Bucks, Jets, Chiefs, oh, right. Raiders, Raiders, Patriots. This is a great spot for the Niners. Dallas. Big primetime win, covered a touchdown spread. All the dolts that had them in teasers and parlays, they came through for them. Dak Prescott hasn't thrown an interception yet. But the Cowboys have looked just okay against a Giants team that has really let us down and not played well uh, through three weeks of the season. The Redskins who did everything they could to throw that game away in Washington. And Kirk Cousins successfully did so at the end uh, with an end zone interception. And then the Bears, who are a bottom three team with Brian Hoyer at quarterback. So traveling, uh, you know, not so far, but to the West Coast to play against a team with a lot of pace that's going to force Dak to probably make more throws than he's comfortable with. And... uh I don't know. The, the Cowboys defense really hasn't impressed me so far. Nope. Uh, they've given they up, suck. They've given up back-to-back 300-yard <laughs> passers to Cousins and Hoyer. Uh, I don't know. I just see the, the Niners putting up a lot of points in this game. Don't overlook the fact that Chip Kelly played in the NFC East against Jason Garrett twice a year for three years. I didn't even think about that either. So he should he should know his tendencies, and I personally don't think Jason Garrett is that good at all. He's just the worst. And you know, Des Bryant has a broken knee. So yeah, that whole, uh, <laughs> you might need your best wide receiver, that whole broken knee thing. So yeah, I think this is a good spot for the Niners. I'm sure we'll hear from Mo why we're terribly wrong about everything. Uh, and our final pick, another consensus pick, all five consensus picks on the card. This one I'm a little worried about, but it is the bears plus the three. Hoyer the Destroyer at Detroit. The other consensus pick uh, was the Cardinals minus eight home to the Rams. Yeah, yeah don't like it. Uh, yeah. Uh, nobody had it higher. I had it the highest at a seven. That just has Bruce Arians bounce back all over it, though. It does, but eight's just so much against that Rams team. Agreed. I don't. I just don't know how that Rams team scores points. <laughs> Mo ruined the Browns pick, huh, guys? No, nobody had the Browns high. I had the Browns middle of the pack. Brett had the Browns at a two, and Mo had the Redskins. So, just don't want something Kessler on the card. He didn't look that bad. Yeah, but all their explosive plays came when something prior was a quarterback. Listen, you just need a guy to manage the game. I wish we had the Texans on the card, to be quite honest. I, I yeah, I mean I I like all these picks. I could substitute in where were you guys on the Falcons? Panthers game. 
Did we talk about that one? Yeah, I'm. I was confused by that one from you, DP. I had the Falcons really low because just home dogs have been crushing, and I didn't want to have a moment of insanity. Uh, but both Brett and Mo like the road favorite in that spot. Uh, Brett had the Panthers uh, in the middle of the pack, and Mo had them on his top five bubble. So I mean, I just. I kept moving the Falcons up the card, man. You sounded like a short week. Sure, I liked them more and more. I'm, I, I, I think this Panthers team is a joke. Stop, Panthers. Nah. Vikings. Vikings might be a top three team. Uh, yeah. Panthers lose their home opener. You got all the crazy stuff going on in Charlotte. You know, I, I just think that one. I, I, I really believe the defense travels. So. They all the narratives. The the Panthers' perfect season was broken last year in Atlanta. This just has all the narratives to it to me. All right. So that's the card. Jets plus two like and a it. half at home against the Seahawks. Bucks plus three at home against the Broncos. Patriots minus five and a half home against the Bills. Niners plus two and a half. At home against the Cowboys and Bears plus three at home against the Lions. Five home teams, four home dogs. And that's the theme this week. I mean, the Patriots might as well be a home dog because that's not seven. (laughs) So, what? (laughs) My brain is melting out of my ears. Don't Uh, worry about it. I'm sure Brett, Brett. Uh, as a, this is a belated birthday gift to Brett, who, who celebrated his birthday yesterday. Brett, you can breathe a sigh of relief. We don't have the London game on the card. Thank God. I just I put that. I immediately put that at the bottom of my card and wrote, "Not I don't want anything to do with the London game." I'll take the under though, the under on forty nine, because that field, whatever they do over in London with the grass, is just absolutely horrible. Brett tilted. The thing is, I actually, I actually have the Jaguars pretty <laughs> yeah. high because I love the Jaguars this week. But yeah, I'm, I'm glad that's not on the card. You had the highest confidence on any side <laughs> yeah. in the London game, which is great because you would just tilt your face off last year <laughs> every time we had somebody in the London game. So good. Uh, fans out there, again, if you want to submit your picks, you need to use the Super Contest lines. There will be a link in the podcast description below. But if you want to just get them yourselves, you can just Google uh, Super Contest Weekly Card, and it will be the first one that comes up. Submit your picks to at Gamble on Twitter or GridironGamblePodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Gridiron Gamble, or individually, I'm at Rich T. Ryan. We've got Donnie underscore Peters, and then Brett Colson, C-O-L-L-S-O-N, and Mo Nuara, N-U-W-W-A-R-A-H. Everybody tell Mo to stop complaining, because um, we're, we're honestly just sick of hearing it. And that's the show. Good luck to us. Nine and six. Looking for a four and one or a five and oh. We'll see you next week. Peace out.